Hey, 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 it's Kayla, your podcast strategist and host of the Your Podcast Strategist Show. And if you've listened before, welcome back. And if you're new here, welcome. All right, so I'm super excited to get into this week's episode. And today I wanted to dig in more to this concept of how your values are impacting your show. So in the last episode, we were talking about sponsorships and how it's extremely important to align with sponsors who also agree with and are doing their marketing in a way that aligns with your values. Using the word align a lot. Sorry about that. But it's important that you both understand what's truly important, not just you and your sponsor, but also to your audiences and that those are aligned. And a lot of times this alignment is found through your values, through what you are passionate about, through the message that you're trying to share and the movement that you're trying to create. So I wanted to dig in a little bit more about why you need to share your values with your listeners. All right. So if you are ready, I am ready. Let's dig into it. Why you need to share your values with your listeners. Welcome to the Your Podcast Strategist Show. I'm your host, Kayla Wells. I'm a podcast manager and strategist working with award-winning professionals and entrepreneurs who are creating businesses that change the world. Get ready to learn everything you need to know to start podcasting today, along with all the encouragement you need to stay on track. I love podcasting, but I love creating sustainable marketing and content machines that support your business and life even more. It's time to take the weight out of your marketing efforts. Ready to go? Great. Grab your favorite note-taking tools and let's do this. Okay. So when it comes down to it, if you really think about it, as you're building your business, one of the very first things that you're told to do, which this has been an extremely difficult exercise for me overall, because I wouldn't venture to say I'm the most introspective person in the world. And the first things, one of the first things they ask you to do whenever you're planning out a business is to determine and to define your mission, vision, and your values. And I've always been really okay with the mission side. I'm fairly okay with the overall vision, but then to sit down and talk about like my underlying values has always been a little bit harder because values to me are intrinsic. These are the values that I have in my life as applied to my business. You know, like I, I put the two of them together and I don't know why it's so hard for me to define said values, but I do find that it is extremely important to do so as you are building something that you're putting into the world. For instance, you're building a business and you're creating content for said business, hence your podcast, hence your social media, hence your email list. So you're putting out information and this can be very analytical information. This can be very factual information. This can be information that is truly like how to get from point A to point B. But along with that is the way you're doing it, how you phrase things, what's coming out of your mouth, the references that you use as you are doing your storytelling. All of these things are impacted by your own personal values and the values that you intend to have within your company. And so rather than letting the people that are coming into your world just guess at what it is that you truly believe and hold to be important. Like you need to tell 
your listeners about these things. And so that's why I really wanted to dig into this a little bit. And I thought maybe if I like talk it out, I'll finally have my values in place. And who knows, maybe I won't. But I feel like it's something that comes up beyond just sitting down one time and doing an exercise and writing them out. I fully believe that your values, and maybe not like the core set of your values, but the values that come around them, I fully believe that they grow and they change as you grow and change. The more you know, the better that you can do. The more you know, the more you can impact. So as you're learning and growing and as you're you know, making new decisions and taking new action, I feel like in some ways your values are allowed to adapt to that as well. For instance, If you have been the most conservative person ever, and you've never, ever, ever, ever believed in any kind of woo whatsoever, but then one day somebody asks you to take the Enneagram test, and there's a lot of conversation on all sides about the Enneagram. If you like, I'm, I like the Enneagram personally, but there are a lot of people who think it's the devil. I haven't quite figured out why, but there are a lot of people who do. So say you were on that side and then you took the Enneagram and you were like, no, this is just a set of questions. I'm just learning more about myself. I actually really like this test. I'm curious as I'm curious to know what other people, what their numbers are and things like that. You have now learned something and you have altered the way you look at this one aspect of something. And as such, potentially this could impact your overall values. And so I think it's really important to know that much like your vision absolutely can and should change as your business grows, your mission may be the exact same mission, but on a different scale and on a different level as your business grows. I think this is true of your values as well. But then there are inherent values that you have. And these days, it's it's almost scary to put what you feel and think and believe out into the world for fear of being canceled, for fear of saying something that's just a little bit wrong and getting all of the hate and the backlash that that can bring. But on the flip side, if you're presenting it like this is just how I believe and you're doing it in such a way that isn't inflammatory, it's not to say that you're not going to have the haters. (laughs) We all know that a troll is going to troll, right? But if you're putting it out there in a very authentic to you way, And you're sharing your values in a way that, I mean, isn't meant to be divisive. Like that's the biggest thing. I feel like the way we say things is oftentimes very black and white and we refuse to see these shades of gray and people will put their values out there like that. And then it feels very much like, Ooh, I want to stay away from that. But I feel like there's a way to do it and not to alienate people whilst also trying to call in your right fit people, because that is why you put your values out there in the first place. That is why you put your stories out there is because you're trying to call in the people that you want to listen to your show, that you want to purchase from you, that you want to potentially learn more from. Cause that's another thing. Me, one of my biggest values is that I am always learning. I love to learn. I love to try new things. I love to look at different software. I like to look at different strategies for doing different things and not just in business and life as well. I love to learn. I am constantly reading. That is one of my values. I must be learning. And so if I am putting something out there, 
I know that I'm doing it from a place of, I would like to learn more. And another one of my values is that I fully believe in inclusivity. I believe that we should have inclusive language and I believe that we should have inclusive offers whilst at the same time, understanding that inclusivity to me might be different than inclusivity to the next person. When I think about inclusivity, I'm very much thinking about people who have disabilities who aren't able, for instance, we're talking about podcasting here. Someone who is deaf cannot hear my podcast. And so one of the things that I've been looking at to do is to add my transcripts into all of my episodes. Why? So that people that are unable to hear or have something that are that's keeping them from being able to hear in such a way that this is created to be, you know, consumed, I would like them to still be able to gain the knowledge. You know, that it's they still deserve to have that knowledge. When I'm thinking of inclusivity, that's you know, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of making sure that everybody is able to consume what you're putting out there. You know, but the next person's version of inclusivity could be completely different. I believe in creating an inclusive environment to where everyone can join in on the conversation. Like one of the things that I think would be super cool from an inclusivity standpoint, and please, any of you app developers, maybe you're already working on this, but I think it would be awesome for there to be a way to have, which maybe there already is, there might already be a way for this to have like AI translate things for us, not just like, here's the captions, but literally like have it be said in English. And maybe that's, you know, or have it be said in French, you know, I'm coming from English, but like have it be said in other languages so that more people can hear from other creators in their own language. This probably already exists. Let's get real. But I think that would be really cool. So that's a big value for me. Additionally, I very much am a believer in Christ and I don't talk about it like in the business sense a whole lot, but it still influences the way I write about things and how I present myself because I just think we all need to love each other. <laughs> like, Where is the love people? Let's back up into our black eyed peas. I really just wish that we lived in a world where more people could just come at situations with an underlying belief that we're not all out to get everybody. You know, we're not out to just get you. I really wish that we could all just, you know, react to things from a place of love, from a place of grace, from a place of understanding, not that we just understand everything but from a place that we would like to understand. And if we're unable to, that's perfectly fine, but that's where these shades of gray happen. And that is another one of my big values is I just want to be able to approach things with grace. And am I great at this all the time? No. Back to this Enneagram question. I am an Enneagram three wing two. I am very much a perfectionist. I like to tell people how to do things one time. I think that everybody should remember how to do everything after the one time they've done it. I think they should be able to take the one thing or the one time that they've done it and be able to adapt that one time to different situations. Not everybody can do this. I'm realizing this. I'm growing. This is called growth, but I'm learning that I have to really approach things with more grace. And I don't always have the most patience. Okay. I'm not the, I'm not the patience person. In fact, I get asked slash told all the time that I must have the most patience in the world to have four kids, three of whom are under five. And I'm like, no, not, not really. 
not, not the most patient person in like a variety of things. Like I don't have the most patience in general, but also like, I'm not the most patient person when waiting for things to happen. And I just, I don't have that. That's, it's one of those traits I would like to work on and I'm not there yet, but I do try to take a step back. I've been working on it. You know, I try to take that breath and rather than reacting to situations, I try to really pay attention to what's happening and what's going on and instead add to a conversation with more than just anger and vitriol and whatever else could come into various conversations. But you'll you'll see this not because I'm over here like and I I don't I just don't I don't talk about my faith in large scales. You will probably never hear me talk about it on the podcast again, just because that's not, that's not how I life. That's not how I do life. I have my relationship with God and that's, that's my relationship with God, you know, and I'm not here to judge anybody on their relationships with whomever they believe in. And that's what I mean. That's part of my values. One of the reasons why I don't talk about my faith a whole heck of a lot is because I have my own insecurities about it. I don't go to church every day. I believe fervently in Christ's love for me and his plan for me and all of these things, but I don't go to church all the time. And I don't, I try so hard to read my Bible more and I'm working on it, but I pray all the time. I'm always praying, always talking, but I don't want to make someone else feel uncomfortable if they are also a believer of God and they don't pray all the time. I don't want to make someone else feel uncomfortable if they don't believe in God at all. Mostly because when it comes down to it, like I am not the person out here trying to like, quote unquote, recruit everybody. I would rather just live my life in such a way that I can be an example. I want to model behavior and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just not out there talking about it all the time and I won't be. But one of my values is inherently that I want to approach things with grace and love and kindness. And this comes from my basis in my faith. And so, you know, it's stuff like that, that I think is really important that we share in a way that we're comfortable with and do it in a way that we're able to call in again, the people that really want to work with us, that really want to listen to us, that want to hear what we have to say, because your values are going to be, like I said, how you say it, how you're saying things. You know, oftentimes I'm way more fun on these podcasts. I think, I think I'm way more fun. I could, I I guess I could not be, you know, that could just be a me thing. I could think that, and y'all may very well be like, no, Kayla, we're excited. You just give us the facts and we move on. Maybe I'm having more fun than you are. I don't know. You can tell me all about it if you want to DM me, but fun is a huge one of my values. I'm having fun doing this. If I wasn't, I wouldn't be doing this. You see what I mean? And so accountability is another one of my big values. I need to be around people who are accountable for their actions. I am oftentimes taking responsibility for things I don't even do. Oftentimes I'm t- I take responsibility and fix things that aren't my mistakes. I make plenty of mistakes. I'm not saying I don't because I absolutely do. But my point is like, I would rather not harp on why a mistake happened Now in the aftermath, like once a mistake is fixed, I absolutely want to talk about how a mistake happened because I don't want mistakes happening again. See, that's the other thing about Enneagram 3 is us little perfectionists over here. We do not want to ever make the same mistake twice. 
that is a, that's actually inherently one of my values. If I've made a mistake, my goal is to never make that mistake again. Now, I fully believe that failure is growth and that you can't grow without failing. And it's really hard to truly learn without having some form of mistakes or missteps and things like that. But I just, I don't want to make the same mistakes multiple times. To me, if I'm making the same mistakes over and over and over again, then clearly I'm not growing. Like it literally takes that entire concept and throws it out the window, in my opinion. You do not have to agree with me on that. This is what I believe for myself. And so this is what I mean though. These are the things like when you're when you think about how you're sharing your values with your listeners and with people that you're working with and things like that, just remember that oftentimes these things come out in conversation. The way you believe things, they come out in conversation. And just remember that when you're doing your podcast, when you're sharing your episodes, when you're doing your solo shows, it seems as if you're not necessarily having a conversation, but you are. You're having a conversation with the person that's listening. They just can't speak back to you unless, of course, they reach out to you in an email or they reach out to you in a DM. Just remember that as you're doing this, your whole goal is not to necessarily be divisive but it is to make the people who want to work with you want to listen to more and the people who would inherently be bad fits not want to listen. And I think that can be done in a way that is loving and kind. I don't think that you have to be abrasive with your values. Like you absolutely can can share your values without being out there like anti-vaxxers are horrible. They're going to hell. By the way, I don't believe that. But, you know, like that's one of the conversations that a lot of like gets blown up, right? You know, I, I just like, if you want to put it out there that way, if that's part of how you run your business and how you want to have your brand be seen, then do that. But there's also a way to do that. And like I said, in a way that doesn't feel as if you're like kicking people out of a conversation versus maybe just repelling in a nice, natural, authentic way. And like I said, this came up because I actually, I've had it on my heart a lot lately that like I keep having, I guess this would be one of those really good stories to share. So I have recurring thoughts and dreams and it's like almost like deja vu, but oftentimes I find that if I have the same concept coming up over and over and over again, that I just need to talk it out, right? And oftentimes that's where my podcast episodes will come from. And I imagine that as we get through these like kind of how to's and like super factual ones, as we're moving into more conversations, because I will be having guests on the podcast soon, I feel like I'll have more of these topical type. I just had this thing that I needed to talk about. And that's what happened here is I have felt very much like I need to share more about not necessarily my faith, but how my faith impacts my business and how my faith impacts what I want to share. And I realized that that really is wrapped up in the values conversation. For instance, if I were to have a sponsor on the podcast, like you're never going to see me have a sponsor that deals in crystals. I am not the most woo person. I have no problem with people who use crystals. I fully believe in the use of essential oils and clean eating and herbal remedies, like all of that stuff. I don't know what it is about crystals that I can't get my head around, but like I would never have 
someone who sells crystals as a sponsor. That wouldn't align with what I want to share with the world. However, I would definitely have a company like, just as an example, I haven't dug into their value, so I wouldn't actually know this to be like fully true, but I do love the concept that they're putting out into the world is that like ugly vegetables subscription box. Like I love the idea of less food waste because while I'm not the most environmentally conscious person in the world, I do believe that we have an extreme amount of wasted food that doesn't need to be happening. Like it's it's a waste of resources as a whole when there are there's so much food that gets thrown away while there are so many people in the world who are starving. And I think that's an excess that's ridiculous. Like it's it blows my mind how much food gets thrown away. For instance, because it's ugly, because it doesn't look pretty, because we're not having conversations about really, you know, when a potato is actually bad. You know, like I have always thought that if a potato is sprouting, then the potato is bad. This is not true. This is not true. You just take the sprout out completely and you're perfectly fine. I did not know that once you cut an onion, it's more than seven days, it can become poisonous. Didn't know that. I also am very much like, I just want to look at the pretty vegetables. I like pretty vegetables without understanding that in the grand scheme of things, barring like something that's been truly damaged, like, a cucumber that was slammed on the floor and is now completely like soft on one side. Nobody wants to eat that. So like inherently because of what they do and my value that I believe that we should have less food excess and food waste in the world than partnering with a company like the ugly vegetables subscription box would make a lot of sense. But you would never know that. Because I've literally never talked about my belief that we should have less food waste. (laughs) Not that I'm going to, this isn't that kind of podcast, but you see where I'm going with like understanding those values that go into it. And at some point, perhaps I will have more conversations about how messaging, because I do think like what would be a really interesting conversation is how their messaging around ugly foods is used as a marketing tool whilst also driving a mission-led business. They have a mission to reduce food waste. So that could be a conversation we had here and it would totally make sense because that's what I'm trying to do is to share how you can create mission-driven businesses with a podcast that supports them and whatever that mission is. You know, Also building a business on this mission-driven basis. So you see how like this matters. My this this belief can actually become a really good marketing conversation and you would never know about it unless I shared my values. So, I plan to try and do more of that and I think it's something that's really important in the startup phase which I realized this episode probably should have come like many many episodes ago, but it's never too late to take a look at your values. It really isn't. Because in the grand scheme of things, like I said, as you're growing, as you're learning, as you're building, your values can shift and they can change and they can alter in such a way that they grow with you. Because I will 100% say that my values today are not the same as when I first started my business. I have a core set that are absolutely the same. And then there are some around them that have altered and changed as I've learned about myself as I've learned about how I want to present myself to the world, oftentimes not at all. (laughs) Hello, introverts unite. But I do, I want 
if you've already had a podcast for a long time, or if you're just starting your podcast, I think this is an extremely important step to go right along with your why, but your values are also supporting your why. And so I think it's a a really good exercise to sit down and evaluate what your values are and how you want them to be presented in the world and to your company, you know, and how you are using those values to spread your message through your podcasting and where you're able to insert them in your episodes and in your conversations. So definitely really important stuff. As always, if you have any questions, shoot me a DM, shoot me an email at Quells Companies on Instagram and Facebook and email is hello at quellscompanies.com. That's K Wells Companies. I am super curious to know what you think about this one. We had the ethics one. Now we're going into values. Like we are just, we're just moving and shaking now. Please don't anybody at me. I really am the person who just, I fully believe that there's always shades of gray. Now I have some very black and white views on some things. This is the wrong podcast for them, but in the grand scheme of things, it really has to do with just protecting what's really, really important in the world, in my opinion, which is children. I have a lot of very black and white views on protecting children. But anyways, I do think there's shades of gray and so much. And I just think that we all need to approach things with more grace and love and compassion and with a willingness to learn. And there you go. This has been my TED Talk. Thank you so much for coming. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> all right. Well, until the next one, guys, I will talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening. Love the episode? If so, I'd truly appreciate you leaving me some stars and some words. Or, you know, those ratings and reviews we all talk about. Want to immerse yourself in the podcast world? Head over to Facebook or Instagram and follow me at Quells Podcast Services. That's K-W-E-L-L-S Podcast Services.